Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Dustin Hawkins with here from Penn Live with your midweek blue white breakdown. Your four talking points to know as we look ahead to Penn State's bowl destination and we get ready for the early signing period, the first national signing day. Uh, we'll start, though, with the big topic of the week, the coaching carousel in college football and how that rolled into Penn State. Not at the same level, obviously, as it did Notre Dame or LSU, Oklahoma, USC, some of those big, splashy hires, but... Brent Pry, James Franklin's longtime right-hand man, defensive coordinator at Penn State for the last five seasons, took his first head coaching job at Virginia Tech. Uh, big news for him, well-deserved for, for Brent Pry. We've heard his name thrown around for some F FCS, maybe some low FBS jobs like a James Madison. This is the first real exposure that he got to a big-time Power 5 job. It's at Virginia Tech where he spent time as a graduate assistant. He spent time in Virginia, um, was hired there uh, early in the week um, at a time where splashy hires had become the norm. So I think Virginia Tech fans, maybe a little bit of culture shock when they're seeing the Brian Kellys and Lincoln Rileys of the world moving around. But Brent Pry, just, I think, a solid, sound hire at a time where everything's going bananas in college football. So Virginia Tech fans might not have known a whole lot about him before he was announced this week, but Brent Pry made his first appearance on Thursday morning at his introductory news conference, and I thought did the same good job in front of reporters and in front of fans that he always did during his time at Penn State. He's a solid, humble guy, if you ask James Franklin about him. He has brought all that kind of stability to Penn State on the defensive side of the ball. Um, he spent 11 seasons with James Franklin going back to his time at Vanderbilt. He's built defenses that have been solid, steady, st sound, pressured quarterbacks. You know, they've, they've grown a bit in terms of defending the back end through the air, um, trying to create turnovers. So he uh, will bring all those attributes to Virginia Tech. He'll, he'll, he'll set out to, to build a program, run a program. He'll be the decision maker now. So that was a variable in Virginia Tech's hiring process, but there are variables for every single coach that you do want to hire. And it, it seemed like Virginia Tech was at a, at a place as a program where they were valuing that stability. They were valuing somebody who could appreciate Virginia Tech's history, um, especially most recently with Frank Beamer and, and try to build on that in a new way while, while still respecting that tradition. Brent Pry is that guy. And, you know, obviously there, there are no givens in this. He's got to, he's got to grow into that position. He's got to build a staff. He's got to manage the program from the top down and not just keep his focus on the defensive side of the ball. But there's a lot that, that is in Brent Pry's history, especially at Penn state that suggests that he will do a very, very good job there. Um, National Signing Day coming up in December. It's his job now to, to go out, recruit the guys who had already committed to Justin Fuente and the previous coaching staff and try to build on that class the best way that he can um, with, with limited time to do that. So that's where Brent Pry is now. 
His it, it all started though with uh, that introduction, and I think made a really good impression on the Virginia Tech fans. Um, attention here at Penn State has been shifting now to obviously what's next at the defensive coordinator spot. You've seen a lot of reporters put out lists of potential candidates for that job. Um, Penn State, as we are sitting here today on Thursday, no movement there yet. But we have come to know that these coaching searches, especially for an assistant position, can move quickly, again, especially with the deadline of National Signing Day coming up and making sure that any defensive player, whether whether they're committed to Penn State's class already or whether they're considering Penn State, would answer a lot of questions as far as who the coordinator is. Uh, Bob Flanders put out his list on Thursday. A few interesting names, and at the top of that list is Anthony Poindexter, who was just hired last offseason to be safeties coach, and he was co-defensive coordinator with Brent Pry. He had some coordinator experience going back to Purdue and again at UConn as well, so he's done it at this level, at the Power 5 level, at the FBS level. He would be an interesting guy to ascend into into that defensive coordinator spot. James Franklin would then have to shift and hire a safeties coach, likely. So whether he can find the best synergy with with those two jobs kind of plays a part in this. But Poindexter, you know, one thing you can say about him for sure, he was a two-time All-American during his time at Virginia. He's coached at this level before. He's, he's, He's made game plans. He's called plays. A lot of relevant experience there. Um, he's also in his one year at Penn State gotten, I think, the most out of Jaquan Brisker, who has improved his his NFL draft stock considerably after returning to school for 2021. And Jair Brown, who ha- has a NFL decision to make of his own, his first full year as a starter probably couldn't have gone any better than you uh, could have drawn it up. So Penn State's got two big-time safeties. Anthony Poindexter deserves some kudos for their development. Will that mean he's got an inside track to the coordinator gig? We'll find out uh, probably soon enough. Uh, Derek Mason is a name um, who's who it's bouncing around. A few different people have, have reported a possibility there. He was James Franklin's successor at Vanderbilt. He spent the 2021 season, and he still is on Auburn staff, coordinating that Tigers defense, a good sound defense, a good sound coach um, would, whether that's a lateral move or not, we'll see, but he's got all the relevant experience you could want um, to coordinate a power five defense, including doing that at Auburn in the SEC. Now, Sean Spencer is another name you'll probably see. He's uh, coaching defensive lineman with the New York Giants. He spent time in that same role at Penn State. Everybody around the program has loved him. Recruits have loved him. It would seem to make sense that maybe he can he can take a step up and coordinate the whole defense after getting so much out of Penn State's defensive lineman during his time here. Uh, Flanders also threw the name Jim Haslett out there, former NFL head coach. He spent the 2015 season at Penn State as a good consultant to James Franklin and his staff. A couple other names that have been spotted elsewhere. Elijah Robinson. Um, He's got roots in Philadelphia. He spent time at Penn State as a graduate assistant. Right now, he's viewed as a rising star coaching defensive lineman at Texas A&M. Another logical step forward in his career would be coordinated defense, and Penn State would make a lot of sense there. Jim Knowles from Oklahoma State has done a phenomenal job uh, with that Cowboys defense this season. He's originally from Philadelphia. He's got experience as a head coach. Uh, He, too, would be an outstanding candidate uh, for a number of reasons at Penn State. 
Not sure at this stage whether that's a logical get or not, but there's a lot of names on this list, and uh, we should be expecting at some point in the near future an announcement from Penn State with a successor for Brent Pry. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Have questions? Visit us at cureleaf.com or stop in to see us at any of our 12 locations. Let's talk medical marijuana and let our confidence become yours. Looking ahead to recruiting, another big topic that's only going to get bigger over the next couple weeks with the early signing period coming up this month. Um, The big news from this week, 24-7 Sports put out an updated top 247. This is their site rankings. They also do a composite rankings, which is a blend of all recruiting services into one. So their site rankings, they're higher on the bigger name guys in Penn State's class than the other sites are. Talking about number one, uh, Drew Aller, the quarterback. He is a five-star. He was bumped to a five-star the last rankings release. He still is a five-star. He moves from number 11 player in the country to number three. He's the number one quarterback. 24-7 sports is huge on him. The other sites are too, just a little bit lagging behind. But obviously a player who can change the future for Penn State. Uh, another Penn State commit got a fifth star from 24-7 Sports in Governor Mifflin running back, Nicholas Singleton. He is now the number one running back in the country. He's been the number one running back in the country. He's now number 20 overall. So both of these guys, top-rated commits in the class. They've got nine players in the 24-7 Sports top 247. It's a class that ranks number five in the country. So a lot of good things going on in 2022. And I would make the point that Drew Aller and Nicholas Singleton may be two of the most important recruits for Penn State in a long time because of how significant this 22 class is. Penn State's still trying to turn that corner. They've been trying to turn that corner for four or five years. The 22 class looks like it's got a lot of players who can help fuel that. Um, Drew Aller, you know, they've been lacking the big time elite five-star quarterback. He can change that future right away. And depending on what's going on with Sean Clifford and whether he would be coming back for a sixth season or would not be coming back for a sixth season, if I had to guess right now, I'd say Sean Clifford would not be back, which would mean a wide open competition for that starting job. All jobs on the, on the depth chart would be up for grabs. Taquan Roberson could ultimately choose to move on after he was seemingly bypassed by Christian Veyu, the true freshman. So there would be an interesting co- uh, competition for the quarterback job that would unfold next all, this offseason coming up. And Drew Aller would be an interesting name to watch. He's 6'5", he's 230 pounds. He can run a little bit for that size. He has unbelievably easy power in his right throwing arm. Flick of the wrist, that ball can travel 50 yards through the air. Um, so he's in a, he has all the physical skills you could want. And from the appearances, it looks like he's got a lot of the intangibles you could want. Uh, Penn State needs a big-time quarterback for a number of reasons, can change the program when you do get that guy. And Drew Aller has a chance to be that guy. Nicholas Singleton, you know, the running back spot. Clearly, Penn State's struggles in the running game are well-documented in 2021. They had, did not have a... a 100-yard rusher at all in the regular season. The offensive line had its issues, but I also think that Penn State's running back depth chart could use an upgrade in a big way. And Nicholas Singleton, from my vantage point, when he steps onto campus, 
would be the favorite to start at running back in 2022. He's that good. He's big enough. He's strong enough. He's dynamic in the open field. He's tough. He runs with aggression. He's hungry as a runner. Penn State needs a little bit of all that in that running back depth chart and get that upgrade and let your Noah Canes and let your Kevon Lees be complimentary pieces to this guy who could be a standout running back immediately at Penn State. They also have Katron Allen coming in from IMG Academy, who's a big physical back too. So a very good one-two punch in this class at running back. One of only a couple programs in the country to have two of the top 10 running backs in the nation. So that's got some, some big implications right away, starting with Nicholas Singleton. Speaking of recruiting, um, Daniel Gallon from Penn Live took a look at Big Ten recruiting rankings and where Penn State sits. They have the number one class in the in the Big Ten right now. Ohio State right behind them. Penn State ranks number five in the country. Ohio State ranks number six. Ohio State has just 16 commits to Penn State's 22, I believe, um, so far right now with National Signing Day coming up. So there's a chance for Ohio State and for some other programs to jump Penn State in the national rankings. They look like a pretty good bet to finish maybe in the top 10 in this class, but it doesn't look likely that they'll finish in the top five. So Ohio State's at number six. Michigan checks in at number 17 and the number three class in the Big Ten. They've got as much momentum on their side right now, probably as any program in the country, coming off a win over Ohio State in the game, that rivalry game. They play Iowa in the Big Ten title game this weekend. They've already got some early signs of momentum on the recruiting trail because of all that. They'll be interesting to watch. They're number 17 in the country now. Michigan State and Rutgers are both in the in the building phase, I would say, under their coaches. Mel Tucker Jr. at Michigan State, Greg Schiano at Rutgers. Uh, Shiano and what Rutgers is putting together is maybe the bigger surprise. They've got the number 22 class in the country, number five class in the Big Ten. Michigan State has the number um, 19 class in the country under Mel Tucker. Both of these guys have bridged the gap as they're trying to upgrade their talent level through a lot of activity in the transfer portal. And Michigan State, in fact, has already made steps in that direction um, this this offseason, and they're still play, obviously bowl season still coming up. But Jalen Berger from Wisconsin, a former four star from New Jersey, is now committed to Mel Tucker at Michigan State. Could be the successor for Kenneth Walker, the third. Obviously, has seen what Kenneth Walker has been able to do once in the Heisman Trophy conversation. Jalen Berger wants a piece of that action. Uh, Indiana's got the sixth best class in the Big Ten, which, if you add it all up, you see the common thread here. The top six classes in the Big Ten Conference right now are all in the East Division. So the East Division, it's well-known, far outpacing the West Division in terms of recruiting and results. And what you see in 2022 is a continuation of that trend and no reason to think that the West Division is going to close that gap anytime soon. Uh, Iowa would possibly have something to say about that. They take on Michigan in that Big Ten title game coming up. So maybe have a chance to change their trajectory a little bit. But there you go. National Signing Day coming up. Penn State's defensive coordinator search uh, continues to replace Brent Pry. And then obviously Brent Pry getting that start at Virginia Tech. Everybody should be kind of lining up to congratulate him and probably thank him for his service to Penn State. So that's all coming up for Penn State. We'll stay tuned through the whole thing. Me, Daniel Gallen, Bob Flanders, Dave Jones will be staying with you on the blue-white breakdown uh, coming up in the days and weeks ahead. Thanks for tuning in to this edition, and we'll see you next time on the Blue White Breakdown.
Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey.